politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in to the Mark Harvard Podcast. Those levels all over the place there. I'm, it's an echoey room in here, and I like it. <laughs> we are out of the studio today. We're out, out, out on location at the Lee Branch Shopping Center out here in uh, in uh, beautiful. Who? It's Hoover, but Hoover, the city of Hoover has this weird footprint where it's it's all on one side, and then it goes up one road, and then it becomes this extra section out here on Highway 280. And so we're actually in. Hoover. If I sneeze in one direction, I'm sneezing into the city of Birmingham. If I sneeze the other direction, I'm in I'm in Chelsea. So it's 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 this weird footprint. But I'm out here. I'm at Hammer and Stain, Birmingham, and this is one of those cool places. And and I'm here I'm here with the owner here. <laughs> She's gonna laugh when I say this. I've been describing it as Hammer and Stain is like almost like a Simpson strokes but with lumber. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting the nod. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> We're gonna talk to her in a few minutes, but um, but yeah, you you gotta come out here if you if you haven't uh, been to Hammer and Stain here in the Birmingham area, you gotta come check it out. And I did a video actually over on the Facebook page that you need to go check out as well because I showed you off some of the cool things that you can make here at Hammer and Stain. I'm, I'm in front of me is a is a height chart for a child. And it's got one of the big, it's like a, like a big ruler, like from what, like in grade school, except it's on steroids. And it, uh, it looks so cool. And all these cool, and, and the big thing is that you're able to create all this art and all these amazing crafts. Even if you're not a crafty person, you're able to make all these crafts and they hold your hand through it. They, you know, everything is set up for you to, to manage to do these amazing things you didn't think you could do. And you can bring your friends and have a big party and everybody can make their own custom charcuterie board or their custom um, doormat or, you know, a wood sign or something. It's just all these cool things that you can make uh, here at Hammer and Stain. I definitely tell you. And, and in fact, I was going to I was going to tell you uh, later on, my wife and her mother both want to be a part of the charcuterie board thing if you have room in it. So uh, listen to me. Listen to me making personal things while we're while we're recording today. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. So, and, and also while we're doing the podcast here, we're getting a custom wood sign for the podcast with the uh, with the logo on it. If you watch the YouTube channel, you're going to see it in the background of next week's uh, episode on the YouTube channel. Uh, this thing is awesome, and I'm so excited <laughs> for this. <laughs> but uh, before we get into that, I want there are a couple things I want to talk about. Um, one, I'm, I've actually been roped into a Twitter argument and it's not like, it's not one of the, like a political thing or anything like that. So don't get too, you know, worried about it. But, uh, I, I had lunch like maybe 40 minutes ago. I had lunch, uh, at, uh, at a restaurant here over here in Lee Branch. I'm not going to, you know, to get, call them out by name, but, uh, they, they serve lots of Greek fare and their tzatziki sauce is actually pretty, pretty good. Um, Actually, I've worked at this place, and, and I still continue eating there, which tells you that I, I, I know how clean it is. I know how well-prepared things are. I know that they don't take shortcuts, and they're actually they're quite good. But they've made a business decision I just can't get behind. I'm sitting here. I'm actually still sipping on my, on my, beverage, my beverage, and I'm having a hard time enjoying my, uh, my, my fruit punch high C because obviously I'm 12 years old. Um, I'm having a hard time enjoying it because it's coming through a paper straw. And so I, I tweeted out, 
I was sitting there by myself at a table, and I tweeted out uh, that uh, I can say from the lunch I just ate that paper straws are the worst. Plastic is better. Fight me. And another Instagram, I mean, another Twitter account here in Birmingham actually picked it up. Foodie in Birmingham. They're at Beham Foodie. Uh, actually took that post and made an online poll out of it. They've asking, they're asking paper straws uh, or, or no. What do you guys think? And we're getting all kinds of responses. No straws. If the glass is dirty enough for you to not be drinking from the, the rim, then you probably shouldn't be drinking from it, which I can respect that. <laughs> Plastic straws. I hate them. Got a shake from somewhere. And by the time it melted enough to actually drink, the straw had caved in. Um, they're the worst thing ever. Whenever it's available, hopefully not paper. I really, really hate them, but love the idea. I'm conflicted. See, that's where you're letting your conscience get in the way of your culinary experience. And, you know, a lot of women have the whole, uh, you know, uh, fashion over function or, you know, um, it's okay. I don't care if my, my feet hurt if these heels look good. Fat people like me will go to taste and experience over conscience all day long. <laughs> I'll eat meat. I'll <laughs> Uh, exactly. Baby, you know, veal, bring it on. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's where you're, conf you're conflicted, Alabama foodist. Um, and then another person has said, uh, said nah. So we, we've started this whole debate on whether or not paper straws are worth the sacrifice. Because I get you're trying to, you know, you're trying to save the, the planet with you know, not using plastic. I get it. Fine. Uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's been brought up that the paper straws, the straws that you're replacing are not going to be enough to actually fix anything. But you know what? You do you. Just st allow me to enjoy my lunch, please. Ugh, it tastes like woods. Anyway, we've got that to talk about. So I've, somehow I've gotten brought into this weird online debate about paper and plastic straws. The other thing I want to talk about a little bit was I've gotten some feedback on uh, one of the things we talked about the other day on the podcast was about this story that's coming out of, uh, oh, where is this out of? Um, it's the Midwest somewhere. Anyway, the guy's name, <laughs> the guy's name is, uh, is Matt Uber. And his daughter, his four-year-old daughter, uh, collapsed while they were playing a game of tag. And Matt realized he needed to perform CPR. Problem was, he had never learned CPR. So what did he do? He hearkened back to an episode of The Office. If you've ever watched The Office, you know what I'm talking about. It's the episode where they all, as a, as a branch of Dunder Mifflin, they learn how to, how to do CPR. And it ends with, I mean, as, as is the case with this show, uh, shenanigans ensue. There's tomfoolery and there's all kinds of goings on. And, you know, by the end of it, somebody has sliced the the face off the off the CPR dummy is wearing it like a mask and and you know they're 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 trying to figure out what other songs you can perform CPR to other than staying alive I don't know why you'd want an an option because the, <laughs> the pun is pretty great um but yeah Matt Uber he remembered that and so he started trying to just mimic what he'd seen over on the office and from there, he said, it just, it just kicked in. I started doing the compressions to the beat of staying alive and, and did that until, you know, the, the paramedics showed up. And the paramedics took over. They took him on and they actually had to use a defibrillator to get her to respond. But they said his quick thinking kept her alive. And turns out she has some weird, um, uncommon 
life-threatening condition that causes arrhythmia in young people. And she was fitted with an implantable defibrillator, which rests under the skin to jolt the heart if it stops again. And uh, they say it's going to control her arrhythmia. The family is choosing to go through formal CPR training all just in case it's ever needed again. I'm, th I'm, you know, I'm thinking you could get that accomplished with a 30-minute movie night at the house. Just, I mean, all the episodes are, I think they're on, what, Peacock now? They're not, they're not, they're not on, on Netflix anymore. But you can get, yeah, you can just watch that episode over and over again. Obviously, it works. The concept has been proven. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, man. So, we've got, the, we've got that. Uh, and it, it started a conversation with some friends of mine. We talked about what shows you've gotten life lessons from. And maybe they're not, they're not um, as, as you know, saving a life, not as critical, not, not as serious as, as those. But there, I mean, there have been some shows that we've gotten these life lessons from. And they don't always have to be deep. They don't always, don't, don't always have to be these shows that, that we've, uh, you know, you learn some life-changing things. Sometimes it's just something that sticks with you, like a phrase or a, um, or a, or a song or something like that. For example, I'll tell you. Um, Years ago, when we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, my first wife, Marianne, she passed away from cancer. She beat cancer six times, and the seventh time, unfortunately, she lost her, her battle. But one, one thing that helped me get her through that was an episode of Scrubs. Not, not that she even liked the show. She hated the show. She spent enough time. She said, she, I spent enough time in hospitals. I, I, don't, I don't want to do it on my leisure time. Um, but I liked the show, and they did a musical episode. And there's a song in that episode where this woman is, she's freaking out. She's wondering what's going to happen to her. And the cast ends up breaking into this almost Les Mis level production uh, of a song called You're Gonna Be Okay. And that's what I would hum to her and sing to her a little bit uh, when she would get worried about, you know, what happens if this test doesn't come back okay? What happens if, um, you know, if, if, you know, if I have to go through treatment again, that sort of thing. And I would hum that to her. And honestly... I did it just as much for myself as her because <laughs> I was worried too. But, you know, I pulled that from an episode of Scrubs and that kind of got me. So think about that. What, uh, what, what show have you gotten some sort of, of life lesson or, or what takeaway from a TV show has helped you through something in life? Do you have anything over there? Anything? Come back to me on that one. Come back to her. Yes. yes. After the break, we're going to come okay. back to you on that. All right. All right. We're also going to do like a formal in, uh, introduction to you. Uh, right. Thank you, disembodied voice. So, um, but yeah, what do you think? There, there's a bunch of those shows. I mean, you can go to your old Fatefuls, your friends, your Parks and Rec, and that sort of thing. And, well, yeah, there are jokes that I repeat and totally rip off all the time. Um, there's not a lot of like life lessons. For those, I, I end up going more more drama. Um, there was an episode of House that really got to me, not because of, I mean, House was, you know, House, the character House was not even in the scene, but uh, there was a, 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 a nun that was undergoing some treatment, and she talked about how um, she wasn't scared because she knew that God was going to be with her, and she was undergoing, mean, if you've ever watched the show, you know, it was some freak thing, and I think the, it ended up being she was in the hospital because she'd gotten uh a, a weird reaction to like they, they had changed the dishwashing liquid at the covenant I mean, at the convent it was some weird thing like that and almost died because that's what the show is basically the formula for the show is some woman some, someone ha someone has a weird reaction to something they almost die and at the last minute house after almost killing them quicker realizes haha that was it and comes back and saves the day 
So that's what it was. It ended up being dishwashing liquid or something. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, from that, I, I picked up the whole, okay, even people that are at that level, that have joined a convent, they can, you know, they, 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 when bad things happen, they always lean on God. And there was that sentiment that, there that, you know, God, you know, I, don't, I, I personally don't believe God causes bad things, but I also believe he doesn't waste them. I think that he always works through. He finds that good that can come from it. So when you see tragedies, you see these things that go bad in your own life, give it a little space. You can look back and see, oh, God was working through this. You know, you think about that job you lost and how, oh, it was awful. Such a hard time in my life. I was worried about feeding my family. I was worried about, uh, you know, getting this thing to work. And I was worried about what was going to happen with my life. Was I a failure? And my my kids weren't going to look up to me and all that. But then you can look at all the opportunities that opened up because you were not stuck at that job. You were not in a toxic atmosphere. Instead, you were in a better place emotionally, uh, professionally sometimes. Uh, I've, I've, I've seen, I have friends that actually left a job, took a lower paying job because the, 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 the environment was just so toxic. And now they're doing so much better because they're happy, they're passionate about their job, and that led them to be able to do something just fantastic. And it came through this time of, of negativity. I, 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 mean, I look at my, my life today, I look at my wife, my kid, I couldn't be the husband I am to Jenny or the, um, or the, or the father I am to Jack without going through what I went through with Marianne. Because it got really, I mean, 20 years ago, Mark, was a selfish butt. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not one now, but I'm far less of one. <laughs> it took a little humbling to get to, and, and, and a whole lot of illustration to show me how things were bigger than me to appreciate what was going on and how to help others in the best way possible. Also, with what my wife went through, my wife got her wisdom teeth out yesterday. And, you know, just having taken care of Mary Ann through a lot of her medical stuff made what take, made, take, made uh, taking care of Jenny through her wisdom teeth getting out a breeze. It was nothing. Oh, you need pain meds? Here you go. I mean, inject them directly into your vein. I can do that too. No? Okay. So, <laughs> so we've got, yeah, I mean, those things work. But what TV show do you pick that you've gotten something out of? When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I'm actually holding this window hostage. Yeah, we're time for a break. So where do you, where, what, where do you get a good life lesson from when it comes from a, like a TV show? Uh, maybe it's something important like learning CPR from an episode. Maybe it's the fact that uh, maybe it's like maybe you're like me and Mr. Rogers taught you how to tie your shoes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that lesson he had when he was um, asked about about uh, 9/11 and he talked about uh, he told this little girl look for the helpers. So what TV show helped you? in life. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about Hammer and Stay and Some and what you can do here at the at Hammer and Stay in the Lee Branch Shopping Center. All that and more coming up right here. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. <laughs> 